Welcome to the She Knows Podcast. I'm your host, life and personal development coach, Luisa Kadieche. This podcast is about celebrating the modern day woman as she takes us through her life journey and the lessons she's learned in her areas of expertise. The heart behind She Knows does not reflect a woman who knows it all, but instead represents the woman who knows failure, she knows disappointment, she knows hardship, yet she still chooses to rise and to take her space in society. This podcast will leave you feeling inspired and empowered to live out your purpose and to embrace the essence of who you really are. Hey guys, your girl Louisa here, and you are tuned into another episode on the She Knows podcast. Now, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It is interview style, as all of our episodes have been, but it was more so a conversation. I actually had a really hard time selecting the title of today's episode because my guest and I spoke about almost everything. We spoke about overcoming mental health challenges, we spoke about being authentic. We also spoke about influencer marketing, which was a big chunk of the episode. But I just want you guys to, you know, sit back, make yourself feel at home and just enjoy the conversation. Today's guest is influencer, content creator and health and safety environmental specialist, Snetemba Duma. In today's episode, we speak about the importance of owning your truth. Snetemba shares about how her relationship with Jesus has helped her overcome mental health challenges and she sheds a light on influencer marketing and how new influencers can conquer when getting into the digital space. Um, The first question I like to ask every guest is to tell us a little bit more about themselves um, outside of what you do, who, who are you outside of the things that you do because I read your bio and you have a lot going on like I said <laughs> yeah <laughs> but who are you what are you about and where are you from um okay I'm Snitten Baduma I'm originally from Lady Smith in KZN mm. I was born and bred there um and obviously my parents got um better jobs and moved into the city and yeah I've been a city girl since I I, like whenever, if, whenever someone asks me who I am, mm-hmm. I just struggle to put in my occupations. Like I don't know how to describe myself without all of those things. But I'm just a carefree girl, um, a creative, um, a person that really loves God. I love, you know, things that put a smile on my face. Other things that I prioritize in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a person that just lives to. Um, enjoy every single second while I'm still here on earth you know Mm -hmm. so everything that I do in my life is just to make sure that I make the most of my life yeah um so that's kind of the person that I am I'm a person that just enjoys life a person that is is trying to embrace every single second Mm -hmm. because I feel like Time is not really on our side, and we never know when it will all come to an end. So, I'm always on that agenda of just trying to have the most fun that I can possibly have. Mm-hmm. So, I I do that um, in many ways um, through my career, through um, the relationships that I form with people, and you know, obviously through 
my spiritual relationship with God and all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's the best way to describe me. I am, I am someone's sister. I am someone's friend. I am someone's confidant. I am someone's colleague. I'm, I'm just a passionate person who just enjoys life. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I can describe myself as right now without putting in what I actually do to mm-hmm. kind of like live that um live the life that I am talking about that where I'm just going for everything and I'm passionate about everything yeah. that brings a smile to my face and brings joy to 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 my life. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much who I am. <laughs> a love of life. That's yeah. so basic. <laughs> No, I mean, I think I can, We, I think I can and probably people who have followed you or follow you can actually pick it up yeah. even from your Instagram. It's so vibrant and it looks like you're so yeah. full of life and there's just like so much happiness around it. I absolutely love that. Um, we can talk about yes. what you do. I think I was really interested in <laughs> hearing about your career because I, I was, yeah, like I said, I was looking at your bio and I saw health, safety and environment practitioner i'm like what what (laughs) (laughs) tell us a little bit about that if you don't mind um so um okay so i went to varsity first of all i i'm a person that loves the environment since a very since i was in high school you know i did geography and it's just one of those subjects that kind of captured you know that kind of got me interested in Mm -hmm the environment and nature and all these things and not just the environment but like people because geography splits into a lot of mm-hmm. um a lot of uh, i don't know how to put it but it's it, it involves people it involves the environment it involves you know politics mm-hmm. all these things so um, i went to varsity i went to ukzn and i studied environmental management and um when i was studying environmental management Things were going well, and then I hit a rock in my life. Like uh, I came to a very dark place, and I decided that I'm gonna leave um, varsity. Mm-hmm. I think it was like I was literally doing my last semester of my course, oh, wow. and people are always like, "What the hell? <laughs> Why would you leave? You had like six months left." And mm-hmm. I was like, um, "I was no longer coping uh, mentally, so I decided to just take some time out to work on my mental health." Mm-hmm. And then while I was home, I got bored and I decided to go back to school. But to, I just wanted to keep busy at mm-hmm. that point because um, I was not happy being at home. In fact, it was making my mental health even worse. Mm-hmm. So I had to do something with my time. And so I went and I started studying for occupational health and safety. I did occupational health and safety courses. And I did very well in that. I kept doing, I did like about 10 courses. I was like, I was getting a bit obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) And I did health and safety courses. And when I did health and safety, I realized that what I was studying at UKZN linked perfectly with what I was doing Mm -hmm. um, at at health and safety. And I really, really got um, um, involved in that particular career. And then I ended up getting work Oh, a job from my my occupational health and safety career. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, education, mm-hmm. and so that's what I pretty much do now. I'm an occupational health and safety. Oh, such a long title. Occupational <laughs> health and safety 
an environmental practitioner, which basically means that I we look out for the health and safety of employees mm-hmm. in the workplace as well as the safety and health of the environment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, while I'm doing that, I'm also finishing up my degree, which I left. And I've also started a new um, diploma, which is health um, safety management. So I'm studying like two things at the same time. But um, yeah, and I'm also working mm-hmm. and I'm also doing influencing on the side. It's just, it's a lot, but it it keeps me going. Yeah. It keeps me going. How How are you able to manage everything? Like, how do you do the work, the studying, you know, content creating? Because that's a full-time job on its own. How do you manage to keep that balance going? Yeah, I I literally don't know how I'm able to do all of these things. Because at some some days, I just feel like I just can't do it. Because (laughs) there's just so much, you know, especially when it's time to write exams, when there's deadlines at work. And also, I have campaigns going. I just Mm. feel like my head is spinning. But I think the best thing is to just invest in a journal and a diary and just be very organized and plan your schedule uh, very well. I'm very, very meticulous about planning, even for small things and like even planning for Instagram. I know people will be like, oh my gosh, you you plan, you plan for Instagram. It's not organic, whatever, whatever. But I'm just like, I have to plan Mm. the contents that I'm going to post. Um, It's obviously, it's not like, hectic planning where I'm just like oh my gosh okay I have to do this I have to do. but I have like some sort of a theme going or yes. I have some I have something that you know helps me to just keep my thoughts together mm. you know so I know that the next post okay the next post will be about this and so when I have time I create I know exactly what to create and I know what exactly I'm going to be creating and that mm-hmm. kind of like makes my life easier and yeah it's very important to have a planner Mm. I think uh, yeah the the better your organization skills are the better um or the easier rather yeah the life will be yeah yeah and I actually want to get into that social media world in a second but um yeah you mentioned um just like you know taking some time off to kind of like focus on your mental health and I I think I was reading in your blog you were speaking about um how this year like something that needs to be priority is you know taking care of your mental and emotional health yeah yeah. and you also just spoke about how you're such a a lover of God and we see that you know we see that on your social media um but I'm a stan. I'm a god stan. I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And I want to ask you, like, how were you able to bring the whole you, like the authentic you, to like the influencer world? You know, without um, holding think, back. Yeah. Um. Thank you for that question. Um. I. It was at first. I thought, you know, I could hide parts of me. Mm. And kind of like present myself as what people would like to see, and then over time I realized that that is actually gonna uh, be harder mm. as 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 I go on because it's gonna be hard to you know kind of fake. I don't know if faking is the is the right word to use, but it's it's gonna be hard for me to keep putting up a persona of yeah. somebody that I'm not. So I just told myself that I'm gonna be me. 
And if people accept me, they're going to accept me. If they don't accept me, mm. they won't accept me. Because um, I know that I thrive when I'm being myself. Um, when I'm not being myself, I'm uncomfortable. I don't perform at my best. So I just had to be myself and kind of like present myself as um, uh, genuine and authentic as I possibly can. Because yeah. um, that makes my life easier as well. And I think it also comes across as genuine to other people. And people kind of like are drawn to people mm. that are genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I just had, I kind of had to like show myself even the ugly parts, I guess. And, and I've realized that, uh, showing my ugly parts has actually inspired other people. So, um, I think that also gives me some sort of, um, encouragements to just keep on going and just being, um, authentic as possible Mm. because other people draw inspiration from all of that. Even the ugly parts. Yeah. If I can put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. I think we all have ugly parts. And it's kind of nice yeah. sometimes to see somebody just embrace their whole truth. Yeah. It makes everybody yeah. feel so much more comfortable. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It really does. How would you say that, um, well, would you say, would you say that your faith has kind of helped you overcome some mental health issues? And if so, like uh, how? Yes, uh, definitely. At in the beginning, my faith wa- uh, was very triggered because obviously, when when you are going through mental health issues, you kind of feel uh, you you remove yourself from a lot of things. Yes. Um, you isolate yourself um, most of the time, and you kind of like you feel like you feel hopeless. Really, you feel like mm. nothing is happening, nothing is going well. Even your faith, you don't. It gets triggered because mm. you feel like God is not listening, God is not seeing you. So in the beginning, it was definitely a struggle. Um, I definitely ha- uh, had issues with my spiritual growth. I wasn't growing at all spiritually at all. Um, it was hard for me to even pray at some point. And um, but over time, I I I went back to what I knew, you know, mm. which is like reading the word of God and praying and um going to church, you yeah. know, which was some of the things that I had stopped doing and re- watching sermons on YouTube and all of that and that really helped me a lot and mm. I felt that um it, it it gave me some sort of peace that I had been looking for. And I definitely feel like uh, therapy is very important yes. as well. Uh-huh. And as much as we have, uh, you know, God, we're not, we're not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, therapy replaced what God mm. was supposed to do. I know some people are like, oh my gosh, you're a Christian. Why are you going to therapy? Like, don't you believe that God can help you or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, when you're sick, you go to a doctor mm-hmm. and God and, and God gives healing to different people. And so therapy for me came through, like, I felt like, um, I had to go to therapy and I had to combine my therapy journey with my God journey. And that just became a fire combination because I felt like in as much as I was getting help, um, from a doctor, I was also getting like help spiritually as well. And that, that sort of had a, big 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 impact in my healing Mm. and yeah and I don't know why I'm speaking 
in past tense because it's it's something that you mm-hmm. have to do continually. It's mm-hmm. it's a daily thing where you have to kind of like prioritize your your mental health because especially during this time it's just really hard yes. to to uh, yo it's really hard during this time. I think some of some of our coping mechanisms are just are 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 outside of the house and yeah. like we are, we are told to stay inside the house and it's like wow I can't stay in the house mm-hmm. I'm struggling so it's it's really important to find um things that will continue to keep you going mm-hmm. um and for me that is my faith my faith keeps me going mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's pretty much what I feel I feel also I feel like um at some at some point when when you are if you're a Christian and mm-hmm. you feel like you're going through some things, um you're allowed to to ask for help. You yes. know? I know a lot of people like they feel like they they kinda have to oh, asking for help makes them look weak mm. and makes them look like they, they're lacking in faith and, and so on. But it's not the case. Uh, asking for help makes your life much easier. And as I said before, God uses different people mm-hmm. to heal you. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you know asking for help will, will will open you up to the healing that you really need mm-hmm. because you don't know how God operates. God does His own thing, mm-hmm. and shutting down you know your voice and 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 keeping to yourself and and not speaking to anybody won't actually get you the help that you need yeah so yeah it's a combination of both seek uh, therapy and also you know keep your faith up i know it's kind of hard but like i kind of did that and Mm -hmm. it seemed to work (laughs) i hope it worked (laughs) (laughs) no for real i i can totally relate to what you're saying and i absolutely love that you mentioned yeah um, therapy, because especially I believe in the Christian community, it's also almost like, what? Why are you going yeah. there if, like, God is the healer? Yeah, yeah but definitely. It's really important to to understand, as you mentioned, that God really equips these people. There are people who are purposed to yes. be therapists and to help people heal yes. in their journey. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's absolutely beautiful that you were mentioning that, and you are right. It is a journey. Like healing is a oh, journey. All of that is it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's the most frustrating thing. But we we need to do it. It's mm-hmm. something that we can't avoid. Mm. Yeah, we really need to do like that that work, the hard work. Mm. It doesn't just happen overnight. Um, yes, yeah. Definitely. I'm really excited to talk about like social media marketing with you. And yeah, I think. I found it so fascinating because I was going through Twitter and I think I mentioned mm-hmm. to you and um, I saw how like in a year your account grew in like, I don't know how many followers you had last year this time. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're here because we want to know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. Um, you know, that thing is like social media in general for me has been very very it's it hasn't been like the conventional growth it's just mm. been i went from having little followers in like a couple of weeks or months i had like so many and it was just really overwhelming mm-hmm. but um i know that on twitter uh my growth has been quite quick there mm-hmm. i'm not 
I really like I really wish I could tell you how it happened because I really don't know. I think uh, it goes back to just me being myself yes. and me just being authentic and just being genuine, I guess. Um people are kind of drawn to that and a lot of people were just like drawn to me because I'm always, you know, positive mm-hmm. and sharing positivity on my platform and um, I'm also a clown, so I guess that helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess that helps as well. But um, my growth has just been crazy. And I'm very grateful to everyone that follows me and, and believes in me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't know. I didn't even believe in myself. Mm. And a lot of people have have given me that, you know, that encouragement that I can do whatever I want to do. And mm-hmm. I'm doing well at whatever I'm doing. So I think look, if you had to ask me for a tip on how to grow on social media, I just I would tell you to just be yourself mm-hmm. and to and to um don't don't get mad if you if your growth is is slow. Mm-hmm. Um just allow your growth to happen gradually and uh, don't be aggressive with like oh my gosh guys please follow me follow yes. me please like just be <laughs> Just continue doing it because I know a lot of people are just like, oh my gosh, you guys, you guys don't want to follow me. Like, follow me. <laughs> like, and, and I'm just like, just let your growth happen organically. Mm. Allow, just continue doing what you're doing. Tweet, be genuine, be authentic. And at the right time, you'll see that you, people will be drawn to you. Mm-hmm. If you produce great content, people will be drawn to your great content. It may not happen overnight. It may not happen in the next week. But you'll see a gradual growth in your in your numbers mm. as as time goes on. But yeah, I literally uh, <laughs> I get so I get so annoyed with myself because I feel like people. Uh, actually, I feel like people get annoyed with me because it seems like I'm hiding information on how I grew. But I generally don't, don't know, know how it happened. <laughs> but um, but I think yeah, it's just about be being authentic yes. and just being genuine and just doing what you're doing, man. Um, people uh, people are drawn to people that are just doing the best that they that 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 they're doing. Um, people are just uh, uh, drawn to people that are. You know, producing great stuff. Yeah. If if your if your work is good, and and or let me not say work, but if like your content is is great, at some point you're definitely going to blow up. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are hard on them are hard on themselves because their growth is slow. But at some point, your growth will be crazy fast. Mm-hmm. Like my growth was slow in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, things just got hectic and. So I I definitely believe that continue doing what you're doing, continue being yourself, and you'll definitely blow up. Mm. So before before your growth though, did you ever think that you were gonna be like a what social media influencer or what? Was that ever the intention, or were you just no. like, I'm just doing me, and then <laughs> boom? <laughs> yeah, it, like it literally happened like that. Mm. I didn't. I, I was I was a late bloomer to social media. I was just always a Facebook honey and <laughs> like for a long time, like I was on Facebook mm-hmm. and I tried Twitter and I didn't understand what was happening. So I quit Twitter like I think five times. I had like wow. five wow. different accounts because 
I would try and I'd get confused because it was just very complicated in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know how it worked. I'd stay on for a few months and I'd just be like, you know what? Facebook is easy. Like, Facebook, you just post and everyone just likes and mm-hmm. they laugh and whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. So, um, but at some point, I, I joined Twitter. I was like, okay, now I'm going to join Twitter. All my friends have left Facebook. I'm the only one left. So I'm going to move to Twitter now and see what's happening. And I, I vowed to myself that I'd stay until I figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I stayed there. Obviously, I didn't even know that you could make money on, mm-hmm. on social media at that point. It was just me trying to understand how the app works. And when I got on Twitter, I I I was just being a clown as usual <laughs> and and people started following me and my following grew like quickly and then I realized that um people were making money, mm-hmm. you know, they were doing promos, music promos, event promos and I was like, "Oh, okay, people are making money." And um I was like, "Okay, guys, since you're making money here, please let me know how it works." And please recruit me because I also want to make mm-hmm. money. And obviously no one recruited me because I was new and <laughs> my following was a bit shaky then. And um, But like uh, one day I asked uh, this promo manager who was, who was heading a promo that um, I, need, I, I need to get onto promos. Please can you help me get onto promos? Please put me onto promos. Um, and I'll learn. Mm-hmm. As, as I go along because I feel like it's something I can do I have the numbers now I feel like I can I can I can do it so mm-hmm. if you can please plug me and the guy plugged me um and yeah it's been it's been me in promo groups since it's 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 something that I've been very grateful for and obviously as the numbers grew the more the work um yes. grew as well mm-hmm. so yeah, in the beginning, it was definitely not planned. I didn't even know that it existed. Just like influencer, just like being an influencer mm-hmm. on Instagram. I didn't even know that people were making money from posts. I was just like, I thought we were all the same, guys. <laughs> like, we are all poor together. Like, <laughs> But then, and then I realized that, okay, no, wait, people are, are getting paid. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't even know how I figured out that people were getting paid. I think I read, I read someone's um bio or something and i saw that she was making money and i was like what people are getting paid for doing the same thing that i'm doing for free mm. and i was like okay and then i started reading up on the whole industry as a whole mm-hmm. which was probably like 2016 2017 which is very like recent mm-hmm. i was just like okay wait okay people are making money here and i started doing my research and yeah that's how i ended up here i guess i guess the research helped because yes. i was i was probably going to be in the dark for a long time because i'm i'm such a late bloomer to things i i hop <laughs> onto things very late but yeah that's essentially how i started off mm-hmm. it was definitely a mistake <laughs> but a good mistake mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah i'm really grateful to how things have happened in the few years that i've been in the in the industry Mm-hmm. um yeah okay wow that's that's awesome I love how you speak about like how you just did your research because I think these days information mm. is so like easily accessible 
you know it is. It's so true, it is. i was actually about to ask you like what would you then say to somebody who's like okay i kind of sort of got the numbers like how do i get into this industry but i think you touched on you know doing your research but mm. what are some platforms that you can recommend i know um humans if i'm pronouncing it right yeah. for influencers and stuff but what are some other platforms that you could probably recommend for someone who wants to do promo work or mm. influencing or whatnot um when it comes to uh social media promos uh it's it's it, there's not particularly a platform that i could say you must join because promo work is literally you get recruited on twitter mm-hmm. or if someone is looking for promoters they usually tweet about it and then if you happen to see the tweets and you comment and if they happen to like your your profile or if your profile works with their their mm-hmm. their brief then they recruit you but how i started with promos on twitter i approached people so whenever i saw a promotion going on on the timeline i would DM somebody who was on that promo um, and ask them, hey, who's running this promo? Um, do you know if they're still looking for people? Please can you add me if, 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 if they're looking for any more people? Or please can you hook me up with whoever's running the promo? Mm. And then I'd ask for myself. I literally did that for so many promos um, when I was still starting out because obviously people, the promo circle is quite small. Mm. People always pick the same people you yeah know? so if you don't ask they'll always choose the same people so you must always put yourself out there and ask people and just like and find out who's running the promo who's hitting it and then dm those people and say please can you add me in your promos if there's any any promos that um that come up where you need people please can you plug me and so on and so forth mm-hmm. and yeah i think that's that's the method that worked for me did for you ever social- Sorry. <laughs> did you it's ever okay, get okay. rejected? I did. Mm-hmm. Many times. <laughs> because most most people were just like, ah, we don't know you like that. Like, we don't know yeah. if you can do this. Um, obviously, in the beginning, it's going to be really tricky because they want someone who will get the work done. And so yes. if you're going to come there and just be like, oh, my gosh, so what do you mean by this? Oh, yeah. how, what are we supposed to do? How are we doing this? you kind of have to do your research and and see how they work, see how the thing works, familiarize yourself with the language that they use. And, um, and so when, when you get put on, you're not someone who's still trying to find their feet. You already kind of know exactly what's happening. Mm -hmm. They'll give you the brief and you get the work done. Mm -hmm. So I did get rejected uh, by a few people. Um, but obviously that it starts by rejection, mm-hmm. but over time you 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 prove yourself, I guess, and you and you start getting recruited on many more um campaigns. Mm-hmm. But okay, that is just for social media marketing, mm-hmm. like promos, mm-hmm. like like music promos, events, services, whatever. And then we come to the influencing or Instagram or I don't know how to put it, but that that's that sort of yes. stuff where you're working now with uh, brands and um, and all of that. For that, you definitely can download some apps or platforms such as Humans, which you have mentioned. Mm-hmm. Humans, we have um, Webfluential, mm-hmm. uh, we have Enderhash, 
these are some of the the things that you can Google and you'll find like yeah. quite a, a, a long list of. But obviously, you must go for the ones that are South African based. I know there are some that are uh, international as well, which some people use. Um, I'm not really familiar with those because I've just gone for South African ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you have humans, you have um, Webfluential, Indahash. BYC. I know some people are unfamiliar with BYC, but just search BYC on Google and you'll you'll see. BYC does the same thing as humans. It's mm-hmm. just on a smaller scale. And then um then there are other platforms where you could just sign up on their platforms and you get um products to review, mm-hmm. which is also where I started on Instagram. I started off by signing up on platforms to review um beauty products. Okay. And I, I I would get products and I would, it was like a trade exchange. So you mm-hmm. get products and then you would review them on your social media page or on their websites. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two, the two platforms that I used was Ruby Box and Beauty Bulletin. If you just search those two on Instagram, you'll find, you'll find their pages, follow their pages and sign up on their websites and you may be chosen to review products. And Mm. that's essentially where I got my practice um, as well. When it came to um, taking pictures, like taking flat lays and taking um, all these pictures uh, to advertise products. Mm. I essentially got my, my, my break, if yes. I can put it that way, from these two platforms because I would get products and I'd get excited and I'd obviously want to take the best picture ever. Mm. They were absolutely <laughs> horrible back then. But um <laughs> but I at least I had practice so mm. that when I so that when um the when brands actually wanted to work with me on paid campaigns, I already knew, you know, how to style my pictures, yes. how to take pictures how to to share reviews, how to do all these kind mm. of things. So those are the type of things that you could do. Another thing that people sleep on is approaching brands directly. Mm, I was about to um, ask you about that one. Actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people sleep on that one because it's a bit challenging um, and it also comes with rejection sometimes, yeah. uh, which can be very frustrating to some people. But if you can, draw up, um, a media kit, create a media kit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what a media kit is, girl, get <laughs> onto this media kit wave. Go onto Google and just, you know, this whole thing stems on research. So mm-hmm. go onto Google and just research, research, research. Create a media kit. A media kit is basically your influencer CV, which basically talks about what you've done, what you're going to do, what you do. Um, what services you, you bring to the table and you put in your analytics ah analytics <laughs> that word <laughs> your your <laughs> your statistics basically mm-hmm. of um your following and you put in basically you put in your bio what you what you're about and the niche that you are in um what do you specialize in if it's beauty if it's makeup if it's fashion or whatever mm-hmm. and you just put that into one document and you send it to the the brands that you'd like to work with and mm. just pitch yourself mm. and just tell them that you are Usman Bani and you'd like to work with them. This is what you bring to the table. Attach your media kit and allow your work to speak for itself. Yeah, um, yeah people must approach brands 
like don't be scared mm. approach brands um you'll be lucky like this one time i approached a brand i, I think i had like 1000 followers on instagram oh, wow mm-hmm. and and i approached a brand obviously i was in my mind i didn't qualify but i was just like you know what i just want to hear them mm-hmm. i want them to tell me that i'm not <laughs> i didn't I just sent my, my, my media kit, which was absolutely horrible as well back then because I was just starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent my media kit and I was like, hey, I, I am this, I'm this, I'm this, I, this is what I do. And I'd love to work with you guys one day, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I just told him, you know, just keep an eye out on my Instagram. I'm, uh, this is what I'm doing right now and so on and so forth. And I actually got to work with them oh. like after a couple of months mm-hmm. of them not replying they got back to me and they're like we like your energy blah blah blah. we like your work and we'd like to work with you mind you i was only on like 1.5 followers mm-hmm. then, and i got and i got a campaign so it it really doesn't go with numbers and all of that it really goes uh, it all it always depends on what you bring to the table, yes. and if your work is if your work is beautiful, and if your work is um organic, and if your work is interesting, brands are going to be drawn to mm-hmm. you. So pitch like pitch pitch yourself to brands, and obviously download all of those other apps that I've mentioned, mm-hmm. and just try try it's trial and error. Yes. So keep trying until you get your big break mm. and it will definitely come. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing all this information. Like I think in the process of you talking, I kept thinking to myself, like I love how, I mean, these days I believe that our generation is so like stingy. <laughs> stingy, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. With, with resources and information, but also I think we, we love instant gratification, you know, so it's true, like, oh true, my gosh, true. I haven't done the work, but I want a campaign. And like, yes, I love how you talk about yes. doing your research, approaching mm. brands, like getting familiar with rejection and knowing that it's a part yes. of the process. So I really yes. love that you took us through that whole journey, your journey and the process of it. I mean, this mm. is, it's gold. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Also, there's another thing that I want to say mm-hmm. that um, some people think that, you know, they going to make money immediately mm. from from social media which okay some people have been lucky to to make money like quite quickly mm-hmm. but you have to start uh, from the bottom you have yeah. to start at the bottom sometimes you're going to do work which won't get you money in your pocket um sometimes you'll probably just get products and you you'll post as a trade exchange and things like that or some brands will approach you and ask you to post um, for free and maybe they'll send you something um you must you mustn't reject those those mm-hmm. um what are they called those requests mm-hmm. don't reject those requests i know a lot of people are like oh my gosh they want me to do this for free and i want to get paid and it's like doing doing these things will open you up to more opportunities yes. because then when brands are looking for people they're going to check your page and they're going to see that you've actually you have experience and you've worked with these type of brands, even mm-hmm. if it was for free, you, you, you'll, you'll shine more than someone who hasn't posted anything at mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. you know? So don't, don't say um, no to any requests mm-hmm. where they're asking you to, obviously 
you have to think these things through. Sometimes some people really use influencers, mm-hmm. but in some cases you must you, you must you must evaluate who's asking you to do the work and if the work is going to be beneficial for you in the future. Yeah. And I think for me, it, working on you know trade exchanges and free campaigns, if I can put it that way opened me up to many more opportunities because when brands came to my page, the the, the first thing they'll say, they'll be like, oh, we've seen that you've worked with this brand. Mm. We've seen that you've worked with this brand. We've seen that you've gotten um, products from this brand and so on and so forth. And then I'd get paid campaigns from that because mm-hmm. I kind of had um, – the the experience, experience that yeah. they they wanted mm-hmm. so yeah that's another tip yeah do you, oh. do the free work but obviously within limits yes um don't allow don't let yourself get used by people mm-hmm. but yeah it's definitely important to to do the free work mm. it will op- it will open up opportunities for the paid work yeah yeah Ooh, that's good girl yeah that's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I need to drop my mixtape immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you so much. Let's wrap it up. I'm going to ask you a final question. Sure. Um, uh, a little bit personal. Not too personal. But... Hectic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a cliche, but I always love to hear what people have to say. So for the final question, what would you say to your younger self? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, I'll definitely tell my younger self to keep going because mm-hmm. my, my younger self was a quitter. My younger self mm. um was easily demotivated. My younger self was my younger self was okay with just being regular. Mm. You know. I I d I didn't want much. I didn't want I didn't really care about attaining like isn't like big things. I just wanted to be comfortable mm. and um i'll definitely tell my younger self to to keep pushing because greater things are coming yeah um and not to relax and and not to look down on herself because mm-hmm. i looked down on myself a lot back mm. in the day i i felt like i i wasn't good enough for a lot of things and um it's it's very important that you 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 keep going mm-hmm. you know and you keep you keep standing you keep working because someday you are going to be popping mm-hmm. you're popping now <laughs> you know <laughs> so yes. i definitely tell i definitely tell my younger self to keep going because you know, my younger self was a yo was a mess i'm so embarrassed but <laughs> i'm glad that i'm not there anymore mm-hmm. um i'm really really glad that i fought you yes. know um because i yeah, I don't even want to get into deep, but like I really, really, I was really close to giving up, even mm-hmm. on my life, a few times, mm-hmm. and so I'm really glad that you know God saved me from that because um, I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't be experiencing everything that I'm experiencing now because I would have given up too mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. So don't give up, girl. Keep, yeah, keep going. I absolutely keep love going. that. Thank you so much yeah. for your time. Thank you for all the nuggets. Thank you for your authenticity. Oh, I absolutely enjoyed this interview and just learning from you. If you would like to stay in touch with Snetimba, do follow her on Instagram and Twitter 
at cneshuga, that's C-N-E-H-S-H-U-G-A. And if you would like to stay in touch with us, follow us at she knows underscore the podcast.